Hey there, Agility friend. If you've listened to a few of my podcast episodes, you know that I'm a huge fan of something called growth mindset. You can have access to the best instruction in the world, and you can have the best dog in the world and the best skills in the world. But if you don't have a solid mindset and approach to the challenges that sport and life are going to toss your way, you're not going to be able to really make the most of all of those bests that you have, you know, best instruction, best dog, best skills, all that stuff. I'm so passionate about the importance of our mindset when it comes to dog agility and really everything in life that I've written an ebook about growth versus fixed mindset, what the hallmarks of those two mindsets are, and how one can really propel you along your agility journey, and one may really be holding you back, maybe without you even being aware of it. That ebook is not for sale anywhere, but it is available for free to subscribers of my email list. So if you're curious about what a growth mindset is, what a fixed mindset is, and how to ensure that you've got the right mindset for making the most of your dog agility training and handling journey, head to podcast.theagilitychallenge.com and scroll down till you see the link to subscribe to my email list and get that ebook. It's totally free and it's a game changer. Check it out today at podcast.theagilitychallenge.com. In this week's agility challenge tip, I want to talk about a concept called hard versus soft skills. I love the idea of thinking about hard and soft skills as somewhat separate and requiring different strategies when it comes to learning those particular hard and soft skills. When I'm on my own in daily training, most of the time I'm focused on what I call hard skills. And I'll talk more about the difference between hard and soft skills in just a minute. So bear with me. But at a competition like the one I was at at my own property this last weekend, it's typically all about soft skills for me, especially with my young dogs, Dude and Savvy. So this past weekend was all about soft skills for Savvy in particular at a competition that we hosted here at Agility Challenge Acres, where we were figuring out how and where to employ the hard skills that we've worked on in sequences. And strategizing is a soft skill. Thinking about skills in terms of hard versus soft has really made it helpful for me as to when to say, no, we don't have the hard skill required to successfully do this sequence. And when to say, yeah, we maybe have multiple skills that will work to solve this sequence. And then it's a soft skill to strategize it or to tweak it um, and, and so on and so forth. This in turn helps make it clear what I need to write down on my to-do list for hard skills and what will need to be worked on in the future at workshops or seminars or competitions or just sequencing with friends when it comes to soft skills. So what is a soft skill? Well, for me, soft skills are things that are easier to work on with a group of people or with a friend, primarily because it often takes multiple turns on the same sequence to figure out what works. And it's hard to do that if you don't have other people around to like give you a break. You take a turn and then you have some time to think about it and then you can come back and try it again. The whole idea of hard and soft skills has been one that's really helped me clarify my own training and handling. And it's also helped me be a little bit anxious and more confident in my approach to sequencing. So soft skills tend to be more about strategy and more about the execution of a particular skill in that particular situation. So you learn how to do a front cross, you learn how to do a front cross consistently. Um, 
you learn the footwork, that's more of a hard skill. But then being able to play with it and adapt that skill to this or that particular situation on a particular course is a soft skill. And there's a lot of that that happens in dog agility. Dog training, the actual behaviors that you train are probably more in line with being hard skills, like a weave entry, the dog has to enter the poles the same every time. But then there's a whole lot of soft skills that pop out of that in terms of, well, what if they're coming at it from this speed? What if they're coming at it from this angle? And so on and so forth. So the first step to building a skill is really to figure out exactly what kind of skill you're building. Every skill falls more or less into one of these two categories, hard skills and soft skills. And again, like all of our other agility challenge tips, this comes from one of my favorite little books, Daniel Coyle's Little Book of Talent. And what I'm trying to do for you here is to adapt it for application and use by us as agility trainers and handlers. So when we're talking about hard high precision skills. It's important to note that when I say hard in this context, I don't mean difficult. Hard, high high precision skills are actions that are performed as correctly and consistently as possible every time. They're skills that have one path to an ideal result. It's a skill that you could imagine being performed by a reliable robot. Hard skills are about repeatable precision, and they tend to be found in specialized pursuits particularly physical ones, which is exactly what dog agility is. So dog agility, handling, and training. So here are some examples of hard or high precision skills. Asking your dog for a sit-stay and then leading out, keeping your eye on your dog in the same fashion every time, and releasing your dog in the same fashion every time. Watching to see if your dog is actually in two-on-two-off on his contacts before you release him and making sure your release is not accompanied by the introduction of new motion. Or saying your release cue or any other verbal cue the same way each and every time. The same tone, the same pitch, the same volume, etc. So that it's easily recognizable by your dog. Memorizing a course map is a form of a hard skill precision. You want to be able to do it the same every time. Pushing off laterally as you send your dog to an obstacle to move in the opposite direction to get ahead is a hard skill. It's a footwork skill. Footwork for a a front cross is a hard skill. It's high precision skill. Footwork for a blind cross, high precision skill. Soft high flexibility skills on the other hand, and there's kind of a gray area I think here between hard and soft when it comes to dog agility. You're not going to be able to get to the point where you can have soft skills until you've mastered some hard skills because it's kind of like cooking. You got to know your ingredients if you want to play with the recipes. So soft, high flexibility skills, on the other hand, are those that have many paths to a good result, not just one. These skills are not about doing the same thing perfectly every time, but rather they're about being agile and interactive, about instantly recognizing patterns as they unfold and then making smart, timely choices. And some examples of soft skills might be sensing that your dog is about to go off course toward an obstacle in a way that you hadn't anticipated, and then reacting with your handling to get your dog back on track, or tweaking the timing of your front or blind cross or your rear cross to set the line on a particular course in a specific situation, or getting the feeling that your dog could use some urging on in the weave poles or at a given point on course and sort of giving it some gas or leaning into your dog to help him maintain his stay on a table, for example. 
Now with soft skills, you're aiming for the ability to quickly recognize a pattern or a possibility and work past a complex set of obstacles. And I don't necessarily mean agility obstacles. I just mean things that are standing in your way. And soft skills are all about the three R's. And the three R's are reading, recognizing, and reacting. And that takes a lot of experience. You can learn hard skills almost easier than you can learn soft skills because because soft skills require a lot of judgment. You have to be able to read a situation, recognize the situation for what it is based on your history of experience, and then react again based on your history of experience. So hard and soft skills are dramatically different. They literally use different circuits in your brain. So they have to be developed using different approaches and methods. So start by asking yourself which skills in your training and handling need to be executed with robotic precision every single time. Those are hard skills. And then ask yourself which skills need to be flexible and variable depending on the situation, which depend on instantly recognizing patterns and selecting one optimal choice. Those are the soft skills. And dog agility is, it's a mountain of soft skills. So Those take more time and more playing around with things and more failure and experimentation to develop because you really need a, a mental database, a history of experience to draw on to be able to employ soft skills with a high degree of precision and accuracy. So if you're not sure, if you're still not sure if a skill is hard or soft, here's a pretty simple test. Is a teacher or a coach involved in the early stages of learning the skill? If yes, then it's probably a hard skill. If no, it's probably a soft skill. Because soft skills require a lot of experimentation on your part to figure out exactly how you're going to get something done correctly in a variety of situations. So that's it for this week's challenge tip. But the next three agility challenge tips are going to take this idea of hard and soft skills even further. And I'm going to talk about the methods of deep practice that I would suggest based on Dan Coyle's Little Book of Talent and my own experience that you work on that will best help you to develop each type of skill, whether it's a hard skill or a soft skill. So that's it for this week's Agility Challenge Tip. I hope you enjoyed this. Leave a comment below. I'd love to hear your feedback and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining me on the Agility Challenge Podcast with Daisy Peel. If you'd like to take your agility training, handling, and mental game to the next level, check out that ebook that I mentioned at the top of the episode. You can get it for free at podcast.theagilitychallenge.com. It's not for sale anywhere, and it's only available to subscribers of my email list. Getting on board with the right mindset when it comes to your dog agility handling and training challenges is a game changer. So make sure you check it out.